If you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. This is another of our popular Listener's Choice interviews, which we're playing over the weekend. We've chosen the most popular interviews for you to select the Listener's Choice winner. If you're not sure how the Listener's Choice competition works, have a look at horsechats.com slash choice for the rules and the leaderboard. Horse welfare and safety are of utmost importance where humans have any interaction with horses. Within the courses at International Horse College, we only utilise methods that promote safe and humane ways of interaction between horses and humans. We only support safe methods of educating riders, handlers and trainers about horse welfare. Internationalhorsecollege.com Registered Training Organisation 31352 Today's guest is Darren Fedrick. Although Darren's worked in the horse industry as a professional riding instructor, Today we're going to talk about his specialisation as a vaulting lunger, trainer, coach and coach educator. How are you today, Darren? Not bad, Glennis. Good, good. Darren, we normally start people off with a quote, so it could be an inspirational quote or a quote that you often use when you're teaching. What have you got for us? Well, sort of the quote that I got that comes to mind sort of thing is it's about feeling and harmony with the horse. Okay. It's a big thing. And when did you get that quote? Did you feel a time, at a time that you weren't in harmony with the horse and all of a sudden you got that and it really made a difference to you? Well, yeah. I mean, I got it back sort of um, from my a German coach, sort of thing, from many years ago, sort of when I was a younger fella. So then she sort of said, can you feel this? And it's like, no. And then she just went through and then it's like, oh, okay. That <laughs> works. Good. Good. Okay, and I suppose you use that for your own students? All the time. It's such an important aspect, especially with the vaulting, that this feeling in harmony with the horse. If you're not in harmony with the horse or feeling the horse, then you're going to fall off pretty quick. Yeah, 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 good. Now, Darren, thinking about I'm going to ask you two questions here. I'm going to ask you, first of all, how you started with horses and then how you started with vaulting. Well, like my professional instructors, I sort of grew up with through the pony club system and sort of come up through there and sort of then sort of continued on and went from strength to strength, I suppose, with the riding in that respect. But I think there's a lot of professional instructors out there that have come through the pony club and started at young, you know, five-year-olds hooning around in their ponies and bending <laughs> race and then moving up to the eventing and the dressage and that as you sort of grow along and sort of different contacts and that. And can you remember your first memories? I mean, were your parents horsey? Were they not? Do you remember your first memory the first time you sat on a horse, rode a horse? One of the first memories I have about being on a little fat Shetland and she going over the under the hitching rail and me being left on the hitching rail, sort of, that was probably <laughs> one of my early okay. memories. Yep, yep, yep. And were your parents horsey? They had horses or what was the story there? Yeah, I mean, the whole family, we all grew up sort of, you know, typical pony club family, I suppose, sort okay. of, you know, doing okay. good things. Yep, yep, good. Now, how long ago were you introduced to vaulting? Because that's really a specialisation now. Do you remember when you first got introduced to vaulting and when that was, what it was like? Well, I suppose my first time that I got involved, it was in respect to having a German riding coach. They sort of 
got us to do some bolting stuff on the lunging horse and it was very basic sort of sitting there sort of sitting to the inside etc just to get a better seat in that mm-hmm. so you know but actually the first time I really got involved with a vaulting coach and that was sort of Frank Spardinger from Austria he was over here doing clinics and at Dolson Park yep. the place where I used to work and that yep Met him there, and it was just by sheer accident. They asked me to come back and work back, and Frank sort of started his clinic, and it's like, well, well. But also, you know, for me, it was like almost meant to be because I have a gymnastics background as well. So I grew up doing gymnastics and riding horses. So mm-hmm. that's exactly what vaulting is. Okay. That's worked out well then, yeah. Now, the people that have influenced you, you said about Frank, Anyone else particularly to do with vaulting that you could say, well, you know, they've influenced me, they've changed the way I think about vaulting or changed the way that I do things, teach, anything else? Yeah, I think the vaulting coaches, the Germans and the Austrians, obviously vaulting's huge in Europe and that stuff. I mean, the thing that I've found with that is that they've opened your eyes to sort of be willing to adapt and change and evolve because, I mean, it's a youth sport and we're so evolving all the time things that we were doing five years ago are sort of simple exercises now and we're doing things so you're sort of having to evolve and I think that's something that the vaulting coaches have taught me whereas a riding coach you tend to sort of teach the same things you know sort of the in that respect you know this is a sitting trot this is sort of half past this thing it's the same method where vaulting because it's evolving and it's coming up with totally new movements you're having to sort of keep changing and evolving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then because it's a youth sport, because usually it's only the youths that actually are the athletes, isn't it? So the older people still get involved as lunges, is that right? That's correct. I mean, the idea, you know, this is where I, I love vaulting in respects that, you know, the vaults will start out as young guys, they, they're the athletes and as, as well as the horse and the lunger as well, but the, they move through and as they become older and that stuff they normally come on to become coaches or lunges and that stuff so it's just really evolving through the system sort of thing in that respect we, it, we rely on our young vaulters to come through to become lunges and coaches I mean and that's great about our sport. Okay good good now can you you know you see people come on and I'm sure you get a big variety of people coming into the sport for people to go on and do well, what are the core skills or personality traits that they need to go on to become a successful vaulter, as in an athlete? Yeah. Well, there's like two sort of things. There's the vaulters sort of thing. I mean, sort of what we're seeing is a lot of the um, vaulters, they come through, they might start out basic riding in that respect, or some of them are not riders at all, but they have that very much to gymnastics aspect and sort of acrobatics and things like that so that's what's coming from the volta side but the lunges in that respect they're sort of a lot of them are, are mothers and you know older volters and stuff that are riding in that and they're bringing the horse handling the management of the horses in that respect how to get them fit you know from knowledge they're bringing in from beforehand so what we're finding is that our lunges becoming more knowledgeable bringing that how to get a horse fit, how to train them to go soft, how to train them to think. That's coming from that riding background and it's an important aspect of what we do. We're not sort of this sort of magical sort of, there's your vaulting horse. I mean, they have to be spend as much hours under saddle and mm. as they do in the lunge. Okay, okay. Now, what about thinking of the athletes now? You know, the athletes and the riders. Do you see young riders come through that end up going and competing at a higher level? What sort of skills would they have 
to get started and go on as a vaulter? Well, the thing is, most of the kids, when they start, they're normally quite young, sort of, when they start in the sport. I mean, there's some mm-hmm. older teenagers that come on, but most of them are quite young. So they have a very basic sort of thing, and we sort of develop them and bring them through our system because we have grading systems and things in that respect. So one of the things that we're finding, the ones that are coming through with a riding background quickly picking up aspects and then then they had to apply the physical training in respects the gymnastic side of it or the vaulting side of it as well but they're the ones we're finding the ones that have a riding background are the ones that are able to come through progress quite quickly through mm-hmm. uh, up to a higher level because they have that understanding of the horse and the feel of the horse okay and do you think that's confidence as well if they can already ride they're a little bit more likely to sort of let go and attempt things that maybe a non-rider would do well, it's a bit of both, Glennis, in respects that, you know, there's some really brave young kids that come through that have never ridden a horse or done anything on mm-hmm. a horse, but they're just really gutsy and brave. But generally, it's because those riders do have that background and the confidence and they're sort of saying, okay, yeah, the horse is being okay, the horse is doing this, I can do this sort of thing. So, yeah, the, the riding definitely helps the vaulters. But as I said, there's a lot that are sort of also able to sort of do quite well without the horsey background. They sort of get okay. the horsey knowledge from vaulting. All right. Now, you talked about the parents coming and just helping and keeping the horses going and everything else. Do vaulters have do vaulting horses? Is there a special vaulting horse that you think is the ideal one? Is the one that you've come across that you think he's the best that you've had or are they all, you know, you tell me about the vaulting horses. Yeah, well, because now in our sport, the vaulting horse actually has a weighting of about 25% of our final mark that the athlete gets mm-hmm. is the horse score thing as not just the vaulting. Where we first started in the sport many years ago, it was just the vault of the horse was a platform to do things on, but that becomes things. So now they did look, obviously Europe, they got the big, lovely warm bloods, which are nice moving horses, big, broad horses. We don't have a lot of warm bloods here, so... I made a conscious choice probably 20 years ago to go to the Pergeron crosses because what I found with them, they're nice, big, strong horses. Yes, their movement might not be as a thing, but once you sort of get them going in that respect, they're very consistent sort of horses in that respect. So my ideal vaulting horses, and I've had several of them, we've mm-hmm. been very lucky, are Pergeron crosses, normally okay. thoroughbreds or warm bloods. Yep, yeah, good. What do you think your proudest moment's been as a vaulting coach? My proudest moment was getting my own team to the mm. World Equestrian Games in Normandy. That okay. was just the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's, you know, you get any any group or if you're coaching, even just an individual rider to coach at that level, that's pretty special. That's good, good. It certainly is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about your biggest challenge? Biggest challenge, I think, is in respects to trying to get our sport out there. I mean, we're very a minority sport here in Australia, and I think we have to face the fact that we're always probably going to be a minority sport here, but the biggest challenge is constantly sort of like, oh, the circus people or something like that. We're not the circus people. We're actually very dedicated horse people, and so we're trying to sort of keep on overcoming the circus tag and letting the mm-hmm. other equestrian guys realise that we are also equestrian people. Yes, yes, okay. Now, thinking about, you know, because you run a lot of clinics, you do a lot as a coach educator. Yep. What do you think in teaching people how to do vaulting or the vaulters themselves, what do you think they've got? What do you think one of their challenges is? Because I want to ask you how to fix it as well. 
you know, a challenge for the vaulters or a challenge for the people teaching vaulting? All right, well, the challenge for the vaulters is, again, this getting this harmony with the horse, the feeling with the horse, when they should be doing the swings to handstand, when they should be standing, how to do that. And that's probably the vaulter's biggest challenge. It's an ongoing thing from, you know, depending on what level they're at and what skill they're performing as they progress up the levels, they're still having to keep coming back to this harmony with the horse. Because, I mean, it's simple. If you don't have it, you fall off. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. So you need to get it pretty quick. Yes. Oh, hang on a sec. Let me interrupt to let people know about the horse industry qualifications at onlinehorsecollege.com. If you have a look at the flexible options, there's online theory with practical components that can be completed by video or with a qualified expert in your area. That website again is onlinehorsecollege.com. Thanks. Do you think the harmony is the big thing that the coaches aren't teaching? They find it a bit hard to teach. Is that the same thing or is there something else that comes in for the coaches, for the people teaching vaulting? Well, I know the driven coach clinics as a coach educator to coaches and trying to help them. I mean, it's a because a lot of the coaches are sort of amateur and that stuff, because, I mean, there's not that huge sort of body of people sort of thing, so most of them are amateur coaches in that respect. So they're finding it hard to sort of get that idea of harmony because, I mean, they might not have a really strong riding background or they just haven't had that explained to them properly. And that's what I'm finding when I give clinics is sometimes it's simply just getting the lunger to sit on the horse and say, well, can you feel that? Can you feel what's happening here? Mm. Can you come up to your knees and things? And I think that's sort of, um, you know, with the lunges, it's that aspect that you've got to say, okay, you need to sort of sit on the horse and feel what the vaulters are feeling, feeling the movement of the horse. And it's yep. amazing how many people are not taught, and some of them are riders, and a lot of them are riders. Yes. They don't have a feeling for the horse. They just, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. And it's like, well, you're supposed to feel, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's quite educational for them to look at it through the eyes of a vaulter. What about, you you talked before about the grading system. Can you just briefly go over the grading system you're talking about? Yeah, what we've introduced in Australia, we picked it up from the Germans early in the piece and there's a grading system, which the idea, it's like a level sort of thing. There's one, two, up to five and level five's a gold and four's a silver and Threes of bronze in the lower levels. And the idea is that they learn their basic bolting skills. They mm-hmm. learn also part of the levels is also about understanding the rules. Then there's horse care. And then there's sort of things about the horses. So the levels are nothing to do with competition. They're all about sort of knowledge of the vaulters in respects to make sure that our vaulters have, you know, they're safe when they're dealing with the horses. They understand, okay, how to lead the horse correctly, how to tie the horse up, how to brush the horse. These are all part of the levels and it goes up to obviously the gold level. They're able to train their own vaulting horse in that respect that's mm-hmm. what the aim is and the level one is for the little ones knowing how to lead the horse safely how to brush the horse and pick his feet and things like that so as well as there's a vaulting aspect as well as the um rules and things so it's i think it's a great idea i think it's a good way to make sure that our athletes have a knowledge about the horse as well yep yep now if people want to get involved in vaulting how do they do that 
Well, people want to get involved with vaulting because uh, vaulting is a little bit unique in respects that you literally have to go and join up with one of the clubs and that stuff. It's not a place where you can just use your own horse or something because the horses take, you know, it, to train a vaulting horse to a, the high level, the dealing with the higher level, it takes about three to four years to get them to be consistent at that level, dealing with that sort of stuff, the movement changes and things like that. So it, it's not something you can just get your own horse and sort of, okay, I'm going to rip it around. So we recommend, and then contact the clubs, they're all on the web, EA website, Mm-hmm. go through the clubs that way you're going to make sure you have a coach you're going to have a trained horse and you're going to have people around that can sort of make sure it's all done correctly and safely mm-hmm. good good okay now is there a book that people can read is there a bolting book you could recommend for people yeah there's Erica readers it's she's a german coach and judge yep. it's just called vaulting okay it's readily available sort of you know you can look it up on Amazon on, on things so you can sort of find it there it's a good book in respect it's a very basic sort of solid gives you a starting point to understand what's going on and gets you going up to things so it's a good book for people wanting to sort of have some knowledge about bolting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good good okay Darren what are you looking forward to you know next 12 months two years what's your goals have you got good students coming on are you looking at going to WEG again what do you think this year, I got uh, one of our junior girls. She went to the World of Vaulting Championships in, mm-hmm. in Everstop in Austria. Next year is a, basically a rebuilding year because, I mean, we're starting some new team members out to sort of redevelop the team of vaulters, of six vaulters. So we're starting a fresh group, a new horse, and then some mix of new members. Our partners, they, they were looking to, two of our partners were looking to go to WEG, but when they moved it across to America, they decided not to because it was going to end up being too expensive mm-hmm. to get over there with the sort of hiring the horses and things. It's much easier for us when it's in Europe because, I mean, there's a lot more horses there. <laughs> okay, okay, yep, yep. And what about the ages, you know, because it, it cuts off at a certain age, doesn't it? Well, the sport, yes. When they were in Europe and then competition, it used to stop when they were 18 because that's why it was really known as a youth sport. But yes. now what they're finding is that sort of a lot of the athletes, the individuals and some of the sort of, because the the movements they're doing, then extended the, there's no age limit anymore. You can be 30 and still doing it. Yep. So that's a big change for our sport. And that's happened in the last sort of four years since the last WEG. They really sort of said, well, let's open it up. We need to sort of keep our older vaulters. They can bring in so much to our sport and literally our world champions and the individual females and things like that, they're all in their mid-20s and that now. So that, that's wonderful. But retaining more and more of the older vaulters in as athletes and vaulters. That's got to be a positive thing for the sport, hasn't it? Yeah. Certainly is. These guys are great role models because, I mean, so the kids look up to them. And, you know, when they were 18, their choice beforehand was they had to stop competing in the team and they had to sort of then either become a lunger or coach. But now they mm. can actually be active. But the thing is we're finding also that a lot of these older ones are also still getting into coaching, still getting into the lunging, but they're still keeping their active competition. And the children seem to have these real good great role models that are there actively involved in competing in the sport. Yes, yes. All right. Now, Darren, can you sum up your philosophy into a lesson today? My philosophy is basically if set a goal, dream big, work hard, work your bum off sort of thing, and you can get there. I mean, so like I really, for me, that came to 
you know, the truth when I got my team to the World Equestrian Games. Little country bumpkin kids and we got to go to work because we worked our bums off and dream big. Yep, yep, that's a good one. And I think that's a good one not just for vaulting but, you know, for all equestrian sports as well. You've got to have the dream first before you can do anything. You know, you've got somewhere to, something to head towards. That's great. That's exactly right. I mean, people, when we first sort of mentioned, oh, we might want to go to WEG, they just said, oh, you guys, you know, you're from little country town of Boona, uh, you've got no hope. Mm, <laughs> and mm, we just mm. we were more determined and we worked our bums off and just basically <laughs> got ourselves there. Yeah, it's certainly done well. Darren, how can people contact you? If they look up the EA, my contact details are there sort of thing. I'm part of the Fatterburn Club, so if they get onto Facebook and look up the Fatterburn Bolting Club, they mm-hmm. can find contacts there so and we have a web page Fasterburn Bolting Australia so there's lots of ways to contact great and we can put you on our website too so it'll be horsechats.com slash dash Darren Fedrick okay <laughs> that sounds great to me more more the merrier <laughs> okay all right great to talk to you today Darren and I hope to ta- catch up with you again soon my pleasure Glennis bye bye If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses, or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below 